All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 301 of Technical Foul. It's 301. Jesus. 301. We out here. That's a lot of episodes. Uh, yeah, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna hold you. Let's get let's get to the intro. Episode 301 of Technical Foul Podcast, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. <sighs> you know it's another week and I'll be missing y'all and shit. I know y'all be missing me, baby. <laughs> I am the ERJ. Only, Only known as the ERJ. Uh, the point guard crew is not with us in person. She's not feeling very well. Um, so send her up. Um, some shouts, some prayers, whatever you do. Some well wishes, the whole nine. All that. Uh, she might be with us in the comments. But, uh, yeah, get well, Camille. For sure. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. Um, the everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. See, is that better? Is the energy a little Thank bit better? Thank you. I, I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that. You got the Michael Jordan mustache this week. Mm. Got the little skinny joint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I got loud, I was like, bro, why you got me Actually, out here? Stephen A, my bad. The Stephen A, bro. <laughs> that dude be having a whisper of a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Just like dusting of hair. But I'm talking his lips. Oh, shit. Can I get the mustache? <laughs> <laughs> he, he get his mustache beamed and shit. So. <laughs> oh, no, not the beam on the face. <laughs> I hey, know somebody got a beard No, I know somebody that get a beard. That I'm every he worked, bro. He worked with us, bro. This nigga beard beamed every day, bro. We out here sweating, bro. This his man, beard disappeared by lunch. No, this nigga. His wife must paint his beard on every morning, my nigga. He's going to work with a he full beard. He be stupid beard. crispy, dog. That is hilarious. I mean, I've had hair for most of my adult life, uh-huh. but it's like I've never gotten beamed, and I don't get like I got beamed like, once. Do it wear off? Like I got beamed like does it rub couple off? Times like, when I was on younger. your pillow, like I, it don't. Like, it seems it, like, if it's the good, you got to get a good. It's a cheap brand that's like paint, and like you wash your face and come off. But like the newer grader beam, like you, yeah, like you can wash your face and stuff and it won't come off. I ain't, I ain't got beam and. Like again, I was in my early twenties last time I got my uh-huh. hair beamed. But yeah, I've been beamed you know, before. I got a good grade of hair. I ain't really got to you know do all of that shit. I ain't even <laughs> asked for it. I just got beamed. I was like, "What this nigga doing?" For <laughs> then I see it. I was like, face. "Oh shit!" I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this paper doing? I was like, "I see you out here." No, I ain't. No, no, no. But hey, it ain't for me. It's for you. <laughs> it ain't for me. <laughs> you like if you like it, I love it. Right. Man. Hey, I somebody, ain't somebody was listening like, damn, these niggas, I'll get beamed every week. <laughs> hey, listen, bro. I ain't gonna wear that shit, but you got it. He bring his own can of beam to the barber. Hey, I'm just curious. Like, I was, I'm just asking questions. No judgment over here. If you, if you, if you don't got beam, hit us up in the comments. Let us know what it's like. That's not why. No, Scotty. <laughs> but uh, make sure you join us every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometime between 6.30 and 7 p.m. We got started a little bit late this week. Um, but you can catch us live on YouTube every Tuesday. Uh, while you're there, make sure that you like, subscribe. Yes. Uh, I don't think you can rate and review on YouTube, but you can on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, 
Uh, we appreciate that. Like we said, like please, please, please subscribe on YouTube. For sure. Can somebody share us in the group? Because uh, that that worked last week. We got a, a lot more, yeah. a lot more activity from the, from the comments last week. We got uh, Dwayne in there. <laughs> he said, "LOL, getting beamed is a wild concept." <laughs> <laughs> Beam me, brother. <laughs> Beam me, bro. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, reviews, likes, shares, all that helps us, but especially subscriptions on YouTube. We are trying to get monetized, so please help us out. Um, the live show already happened for Locked on Bus, so we can delete that on up out of there. Sports fact of the week. Mm. Um, I ain't going to hold you. Oh, no. This whole week is about celebrating the anniversary of the Bucks in the finals. Oh, so, I know which one it is this week. Uh Yesterday mm-hmm. was the anniversary of Game Five, which was the lob, the, the value, as you will. The value. Um, a few days before that was the anniversary of the block. I was in attendance for that. It's still one of my greatest sports memories, in person. I got to share with my granddad. That was tight. Um, and then day after tomorrow's anniversary of Giannis's fifty piece. It's a great movie. Yes. That's tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Well, I won't call it got, great, but I, it's one of my favorites. I like disasters and natural disasters and shit. I don't hey, know why. Day after tomorrow. He's talking about the movie. This nigga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, Giannis, 50 Piece, that was a movie. No. Giannis, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a disaster. I'm like, nope. For the sons, maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, Giannis' 50 was, like, one of the greatest individual performances like I've seen and like that gets is due respect mm-hmm. but like for my money game five is one of the best games fuck it in NBA history like if you actually go back and watch that game like it was a good ass game like the shot making the offensive ex- execution like both teams played their asses off like I went back and watched it last night because it's on the NBA app mm-hmm. like you can watch NBA finals games for free on the NBA app if you're a member um, not a member but you, if you have an NBA ID um, and it's I think it's back through the 80s now um, maybe the 90s I might be lying but at least through the 90s maybe through the 80s um, so you can go back and watch it like the entire broadcast version of the game like Phoenix got out to a crazy lead. The Bucks cut into it in like record time. <laughs> like I think it was like early second quarter, and they'd already erased like a sixteen point lead. Um, it was back and forth. Like I said, shot making was crazy. The Bucks big three showed up together in the same game for like the first time in the yeah. playoffs. Um, De- Devin Booker went nuts. Like Jay Crowder and Mikael Bridges were hitting three. Like it was just it was a great game, capped off with one of like these signature plays of NBA history. So, like, for my money, Game 5 is one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to be crazy? If Michael Bridges continued the way he will, he ended last season, mm-hmm. and just that's just how his career is going to be. To say that he was... Just the fourth a, a jet, Right, just like a, just a, a rotation open. Not even He was starting, but still, like... Player. He was a Right, just a role player on that squad. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild, honestly. It would kind of be like... Kawhi, like in the early Spurs years, where it's like, oh yeah, he nice, Harden, good six defender, man. Mm-hmm. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of real. So yeah, that's the sports factor week. Bus won a championship two years ago. Fuck with us. Um, the game that needs a name. Mm. 
Y'all got any, did y'all do your homework this week? Um, I did not. I'm not gonna lie. No, but I'm, I've always been the type to kind of finish homework in class sometimes. So, <laughs> um, I we see could, the gears turning. All right, I'm, 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 I, I had just we did Olympic events already, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Fuck. Because I was thinking, I was thinking about Sabrina Ionescu and her three point contest, so mm-hmm. I was thinking about just all star events. Mm-hmm. But really, the only one I got. Varying all-star events is the NBA. Mm. Honestly, okay. everybody else is just like you know. Camille said, uh, "Let's do runabout." Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. All current? time or current? <laughs> we can do all time. All time. Yeah. I know like three runabouts, which is, we'll get into later. Um, okay. Camille we'll gave us the thing, so we'll just go and take order, I guess. Okay. Okay. Uh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got to explain what the game that needs name is. All right. I don't do it as eloquently as Camille does it. Can I try? Get it. All right, so game that needs a name. This is a game where we name off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we have a category. It's a game with the name. Right. That's the game. That's we fuck with the name. And because then we give the names of the games that the games didn't play with for, the names. For a fact. You know, for sure, for sure. We like the name, so we're going to keep it a game that needs a name. But... We pick a category, and in that category, we choose, like, we're doing running backs today. Mm-hmm. And from that point, we're doing all time. So mm-hmm. we're going to name off. You cannot repeat the name that was already repeated, otherwise you're out. You only have five seconds to name off someone, or you're out. The person that's last standing is the winner, of course. Okay. How's I that? think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I think it makes sense. Uh, so, we, like we said, we're going to take order. So Tim, myself, Ken, and mm-hmm. then back to Tim, and we'll go until we're all, all eliminated, or till. Two of us are eliminated. For sure. Okay. Uh, Barry Sanders. Emmett Smith. Uh, Walter Payton. Saquon Barkley. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Adrian Peterson. Dalvin Cook. Tony Pollard. Eddie Lacy. Alvin Kamara. Ezekiel Elliott. Um, yeah. Edgar Bennett. Ryan Grant. Dorsey Levins. Reggie Bush. Sam Congato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his name? James. Ah, fuck. I oh, yeah. his name. Um, Terrell Davis James Conner uh, Mike Allstott uh, Yeah that that yeah, okay. Work done uh, LaDainian Thomas Didn't somebody say LaDainian? Uh-huh. Jamal Charles uh, Fuck I think somebody said this Sean Alexander Nope Larry Johnson Yeah fuck um, uh, Damn Hey bam, bam, bam. <laughs> The winner God damn it. Clinton, Clinton Portis was my next one. I used to love Clinton Portis. Yeah, was that was my next bro. one. James, he was the running back for the Packers when he won the Super Bowl. James, James, Jones, uh, James uh, Starks. Yes. I could not remember that dude last Starks. name for the life of me. A legit six-foot running back. I also the name plenty of Packer running backs. I thought he was going to be cold that next season. That dude ain't do shit. Starks was <laughs> decent enough, though. Nah. That's the reason they had to draft Eddie Lacy, who was what Camille put in the, yeah. in the chat. Dorsey Levins. Dorsey Levins was cold. Man, I had... I, I've always been a fan of the running back position. Barry's always been my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ladanian is always cold. Yeah. I'll, Priest Holmes is always one of my favorites. Like, Priest. the Chiefs had some cold running backs. Now they don't fuck with them. But <laughs> the Chiefs used to have some cold ones because, like, Jamal Charles is one of my favorite running backs of mm-hmm. all time. Uh, then ain't nobody, we didn't get to the Kareem Hunts, like, or the Nick Chubbs or the. Nick Chubb didn't play for the Chiefs? No, I'm just he saying just right appeared. back. Ah, like okay. the big names, the the uh, King Henrys, the Run CMCs, mm-hmm. like 
there's the running back position has always been and maybe because I was always smaller in stature so I was limited to running back wide receiver cornerback safety mm-hmm. I could have played linebacker but no <laughs> no <laughs> couldn't see over the line <laughs> Camille said Eddie George was her boy back in the day I fucked with Eddie George too yeah that's no guy he had the he huge Titans fans like <laughs> No, anyway, it's been some uh, nice ones. Oh shit, Matt Forte. You, I'm surprised you ain't saying that. Oh, your Forte was the dude. We say running back. We're going. Well. We're going. We'll put a pin in the running back talk because that'll actually be the first topic of our topic of discussion. But since we're here, we might as well get into it. Um, the start. It'll probably help if I have my headphones on. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'll let you pick the music. Okay. I don't know if you have loaded in your uh, your instrumentals oh, for us yet. Oh, my fault. I'll do it, I'll do it for next week. It's all good. Uh, but, yeah, so Monday, like we said, we'll start off with running backs. Monday was the deadline for franchise players to agree to long-term contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, the most notable players that were waiting for deals were all running backs, and none of them got deals done with their current teams. Boo! <laughs> uh, so that includes... Giants Saquon Barkley, Raiders Josh Jacobs, and Cowboys Tony Pollard. If you notice, I said two of those games in the name. The game that needs in two. Uh, see, I fucked up. Two of those names. I said two of those name. names in the game that needs a name. Yeah, bars. Uh, because they were on my screen. So, <laughs> I cheated. Um, so those three running backs were the only players who received franchise tags to not reach a long-term contract. Um, they all had until 3 p.m. Central on Monday to get one done. Um, they will now have to play a 2023 season on the franchise tenders worth 10, just over $10 million. Um, Pollard has already signed his tender. Barkley and Jacobs, however, remain unsigned and plan to stay away from the team's off-season programs. Um, so that bit of news then led to many discussions around the league regarding the value of running backs um, and basically like is the running back position now undervalued because the largest total value contract of any running back signed this offseason was miles sanders who signed a four-year 25 million dollar contract with the panthers well i think we've we've talked about this previously about the value of running backs and why they're not getting paid long term Mm -hmm. Um, but this kind of puts a bow on that conversation because it's like the teams are really not paying these guys long-term money once they get off the rookie deals do y'all mind if I uh cook my brother? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> hand me the ball, hand me the rock. <laughs> um, like I guess I've always been a fan of the running back position, and I feel like the teams and the owners and the GMs collectively have decided that the running back is the most one of the most dispensable and most interchangeable pieces on the offense when that's not the case whatsoever mm-hmm. most of the good teams that you have in the nfl have a good running back or a good running game yeah. you usually use the running game to set up the pass game and hell even if you want to use the passing game to set up the running game a good running back will give you a balanced offense because all we have to do then is load up on good ass corners if you got to all out uh, air it out attack now it's a no fly zone or we just load the box and only <laughs> it ain't but at the same time it's like the receivers are getting faster but so are the corners the secondaries the dbs the safeties the linebackers like everybody is getting faster mm-hmm. and so with a good running game it changes the pace like because even though they're getting faster everybody ain't necessarily coming out at 220 like you have still some smaller guys that play corner or you have the taller thinner guys that still playing corner and some of the decent guys playing safety but at the end of the day the running back is usually around like 510 511 220 mm-hmm. you still have some pretty strong motherfuckers running that rock but i feel like part of it started with todd Gurley. 
mm-hmm. where they ran him into the ground. Yeah. But I would also counter that it probably started earlier than that. It was really Mike Shanahan and the way they just plugged running backs into that system year after year and all of them got their shit off. Like I started too. with Terrell Davis because mm-hmm. it's like the zone blocking scheme. So it mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily about who like, it was. Who it was. It was, it was just like, you know, we gonna block, we gonna get you these holes, you just gotta get your ass through it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't about finding the holes, like you know where exactly where it's gonna be, right on that line, just hit the hole. Mm-hmm. So it was Terrell Davis, then it was like Mike Anderson, and it was uh Orlandis Gary, and it was Clinton Portis. It was like all these dudes were cold, but it was like, okay, every year they find a different running back and they all run for a thousand yards. It's yeah. like, everybody couldn't do it though. That was like Everybody can do it in, 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 in Denver. Denver. That's but then Dallas saying. started doing it. Because mm-hmm. Dallas had the Marion Barbers, the uh, DeMarco Morris, mm-hmm. the, the Ezekiel Elliott's, and the Tony Pollard's. Because usually they have a. But that starts with a fantastic line, too. Yeah. Everybody didn't necessarily Wisconsin. have that. Wisconsin the football in, in college is <laughs> like, if you have a great line, you can stick any fast dude that's a little bit shifty mm-hmm. behind that line. And they gonna get off, and they gonna get their shit off. True, and then but that doesn't always translate to the NFL. My my issue here though is that the running backs can carry the load for your offense. They can, like Josh Jacobs, for example. He had like sixteen hundred rushing yards last year, mm-hmm. and he had like two thousand yards from the line of scrimmage. And what did the Raiders do? The Raiders, as a totality, <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback play was pretty shitty. So they get to the red zone, and they weren't giving. For example, the Packers, we yelled all the time. Why we have cold running back? Why are we not giving the ball at the line of scrimmage? Mm-hmm. You have a good running back. You want the running back to do what he does best. So you need five yards. Typically, give him three. Chi- give him three chances then, or give him two chances then. If you got a running back like the Packers, that's averaging four yards a carry. You got two yards, two fucking carries. You got eight yards, bro. Like mm-hmm. you can do anything for the most part. The play action is go set up the pass. You have all kind of options, but. Running backs have become so devalued, I think, around the league. Like I said, I, it, it could have started earlier than that. But Gurley, I think, was probably the last time they was like, you know what? Yes, he helped us. He carried us and everything like that. But we didn't gave him this monster contract. And he's on the shelf the last two, three years of his contract. Mm-hmm. We pay big money, 20 plus million a year or 18 plus million a year yeah. for this running back. And now he's chilling. We don't want to do that as a collective. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as a collective, the NFL has gone with the... Alright, plus the shelf of running back We'll give you four years Usually it's four or five years And next, next thing you know They start going downhill You need to go ahead and draft a new one mm-hmm. Camille said, shoot Look at how Dallas paid Zeke And how that turned out Yeah So it's like They all seeing this And they're like, you know what? They may be a great asset to our team They may be the focal point of our office They may mm-hmm. be the best thing smoking for us And because of that We've been able to enhance our running game We've been able to give our quarterback a better leverage We've been able to do things Now they can't put all these cats in the box oh, They're going to load the box up So now you only got one-on-one outside with your DBs mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and air it out We'll put three wide receivers out there Because we know that our running back Again, he's the average of four yards a carry Two carries, he had third and two You want third and short every time if you're going to be in third down situations. You get something that average five, you give them two times, you got the first down. Mm -hmm. You can throw it on first down because they're expecting to run because you can do a play action. Like, the running back can set up so much shit. But they also have to go back there when they're not running. They're one of the few players outside of the lineman that gets every single play. Because even when you're not giving me the ball, if it's a fake play, I'm still getting hit. (laughs) If you're passing the ball, I still got to block. (laughs) I'm still getting hit. And if you give me the ball, I got to dodge every goddamn body on the field. And I'm still getting hit unless I go untouched, which almost never happens. Mm-hmm. Like you have those home run hitters, but still, that's got to get set up. That's not every play. But like most teams have gone to running back by committee, 
Blame the Patriots for that. Re- well, I mean, like for that reason though, it's like because like if you have one dude back there for a three down back, every drive like his ass is getting hit and he's getting beat up. And again, to your point, it's like the shelf life of running back is inherently short. Mm-hmm. So like, why would we pay one dude eighteen million to take all those hits that's just gonna burn out in three four years as opposed to we bring in three dudes, split that eighteen million up amongst them, and it's like. Because them three dudes ain't as good as that one. But if you only had that one for one season, then you gotta find the next dude, and you still paying the last dude eighteen million. I get, I get from a value proposition, like why it's like, maybe you know we have limited resources to pay these dudes, mm-hmm. like to pay like the salary of our team, mm-hmm. like maybe not put all our chips on one guy that one wrong hit is just gonna like take him out and then we done. Like the quarterbacks are the only ones that really get paid like that because and the they don't, The quarterbacks are the only ones that really get paid <laughs> like that because like they've protected the quarterbacks to a degree where quarterbacks really don't take that many hits unless they're running guys, which yeah. they try to discourage. Yeah. And also, like you see how hard it was for Lamar to get to get paid. Yeah. Because the the risk doesn't hits. match the reward. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you think about the hell. Think about the Eagles last year. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of their offense. Yeah, sure, they could air it out, but they had a fantastic running game. Yeah. But did they have a fantastic running back? Or Miles Sanders have... had a hell of a year, and he got four, four <laughs> years, twenty-five. <laughs> which which what everybody thought was crazy. But like my point is though, like it's a running game because you had Jalen Hurts, because you had Miles Sanders, and they had, a, if, if I'm not mistaken, they had some really good backup running backs too, right? They had their moments. So it was the running back. It was the yeah, running game in totality, not just. Miles Sanders ran for 2,000 yards because that's not what the game is anymore. It, I always equate stuff back to basketball because that's what I know best, but it's kind of like centers in basketball where like the game has gone away from featuring like a back-to-the-basket center because it, it as the game has gone on, like we've innovated the passing game mm-hmm. or we've innovated three-point shooting mm-hmm. and guard play and wing play to the point where it's like, okay, we can get – we can be much more efficient and we have so much more optionality if we emphasize the passing game or if we emphasize running in transition or if we emphasize three-point shooting like you know like the rules the entertainment of the sport mm-hmm. like has all evolved to the point where it's like you don't have earl campbells anymore you don't have barry sanders you don't have uh emmett smith you don't have these bell cow running backs anymore because it's like hey we love the passing game fam like we want to encourage people to pay, you know, we want to encourage the quarterbacks. We want to encourage like air it out. We mm-hmm. the running shoes fun. The uh, what read option? No, it was the like fuck. I forgot what the type of offense it was, but it was like when they basically <clears throat> went to like five outs. Oh, West Coast. West Coast. Like those offenses, like. That was that was what the NFL was like. Yo, we want that in our game because people like that in this TV mm-hmm. ratings and saw this. And it's like, eh, I'm running back, cool. Like I don't want to just watch you know three yards in the cloud of dust <laughs> every every yeah. down. Like as an appreciator of running backs, like yeah, you do. <coughs> but the wider audience wants to see, you know, hail marys. I hear. And you. they want to see three pointers. Like it. And that's mm-hmm. the and so part. like that's what the the rules have gone to. And like now because the rules are so slanted in the favor of quarterbacks. 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 Mm-hmm. And airing it out, like now the teams are like, well, yeah, we got to invest in this to maximize like our offensive potential. Yeah. And like to your point about like you only need three yards, like give it to your running back. It's like okay, 
yeah, I can give it to my running back, and if they plug this hole, we're fucked. But if I if I pass it, like I can go to this dude here, I can go to this dude here, mm-hmm. I can go to this dude here, I can, you know, tuck it and run. Like you have so much more optionality. Like, yes, it's only three yards, but like when you have Aaron Donald and <laughs> like all them dudes like right up front, it's like eh, it may not be that easy just to you know fall forward and get three yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I agree. I'm thinking about the playoff teams though. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every playoff team had a good running game. Because running, the, uh, you keep saying running game, but we talk about running backs as individuals. Think about the Bengals that got Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. You think about the Dallas Cowboys that had Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. Two backs. True, but Zeke really, Zeke had a hell of a year too. Still, but mm-hmm. and back press up. Yeah, you, like I said, we mentioned the Eagles before, but they mm-hmm. had a feature back still. You have. I mean, everybody has a feature back, uh, but like it's also feature backs with <laughs> all these other dudes. Because like Chiefs, Chiefs are one of the teams I feel like that's. Running back, completely proving black-lit. why they don't want to invest in a running back mm-hmm. because Mahomes have been with the air it out crowd. Mahomes has been with the air shows. They haven't really had a consistent running back literally since they let Kareem Hunt go. Yeah. Like they really haven't done much as far as the running back goes. Yet they've still been highly successful. Mm-hmm. Dwayne asked, "Why not both?" That's my thing. Like those that have gotten there though, those that have won against the Chiefs. Again, the Bengals have Joe Mixon. Mixon is a damn good running back. Okay, but how many of these teams have? Both premier running, running back? No, no. How many of these teams have premier running backs on second contracts that got big money? I'm thinking run CMC with the Niners now, but mm-hmm. before that, um, shit, they don't turn Debo. But they got, a, but they have a quarterback on his rookie deal. It's like they they haven't had to pay their quarterback yet, which is why they have money to pay a running back. Packers had Aaron Jones and Rodgers, mm-hmm. and though though they tried to do call it a committee thing is Aaron Jones. We know it's Aaron Jones on the Packers. <laughs> but they're trying to force a committee. But they made him take a pay cut. <laughs> they had Austin Eckler over there with the Chargers, but they're trying to make him take a pay cut and trade him. Because they have now paid Herbert, so they can't afford to pay a running back. Like, it's... Again, it, it comes back to finite resources and, like, how easily replaceable running backs are and how short they're short. I don't think they're easily replaceable, though. That's the problem. Like, and they go find this shit out. They really will because the ones that have, are have the teams that are really doing them running back by committee aren't really doing that well. Even if you consider the Patriots, I wish that I'd done this research before, but mm-hmm. I would I would be interested to see if you look at <coughs> Madden ratings like over the years, like how many times does like the top ten completely overturn in like two three years for running back? Yeah, versus quarterbacks, which are pretty much static yeah. for the most part. Like you have. The young guys that look creep up, <clears throat> and like Older the old guys, guys pretty much plateau bit. out. But like, your ninety quarterback is probably a ninety quarterback for at least like four or five years. Yeah. Versus True. a ninety running back is probably like a ninety running back for like two years, maybe three. You right? Yeah, because I mean, honestly, if you're thinking about the top backs in the league, most of them they're getting up there now, but like they're pretty steady. You got the Jonathan Taylors, but he'd be hurt. But when he's healthy, he. Is he on his Because like it really comes he down to, to that he second. About to be. It really comes down to that second contract. Because like mm-hmm. when they're on their rookie deal, like yeah, everybody's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm fine taking a back high yeah. and paying them for the rookie year because you getting his best year. Right, but they don't want to. But they, they don't want to pay that second one because it's like okay, he's gonna be approaching thirty. Right. And the more hit. likely he's taking a bunch of hits and we don't ran his ass into the ground. And mm-hmm. with the rookie deals, you can get him on five. If they in a first round pick, they can get him in five. But hell, so shit, speaking of that, yeah, they got B. John Robinson this year, but they didn't they didn't devalue running backs to the point where a prior top five pick, top ten running back, 
who's probably one of the best players in the draft, mm -hmm. are now second round picks. Yeah. You don't have to guarantee them that four, maybe five years with the rookie deal. Mm -hmm. You can pay them less, and with a second round pick, you still give them like at least three years. And after that, they after that first year as a rookie, second year they make their sophomore jump, third year, but like, okay, we got a bona fide stud. Next year we drafted a new running back. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we ain't gotta pay this guy. And that's you guys know how I am about being pro players, but like my pushback to is the running back position being undervalued? No, running backs themselves are for sure. Mm -hmm. But like the position itself, it's like people still understand the importance of the running game, which is your point. Like all these teams that are good in the playoffs, like they have a good passing game and they have a good running game. Yeah. Like you gotta have both to be a good football team. Aside mm -hmm. from like, unless you have Patrick Mahomes. Right. <laughs> but the point is, like, we're not investing in individuals anymore because mm -hmm. the individual running back himself isn't as important as long as we have somebody good enough like in, in that position, yeah. or enough guys that are good enough that can give us and they the all, production. And all rookies really come in like if if they want it, they all come in hungry. Cause yeah. they come in hungry, they come in fresh. They haven't taken as many hits as mm -hmm. the guy that's now 27, 28. Yeah, you gotta think about all the hits they've taken. That's just from the NFL, bro. They hold career, yeah. bro. High school, yeah. middle that school, shit compounds like as you go through college, and then you turn around and giving them two fifty to three hundred in a season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then why would I then invest in an, an additional sixty million dollars in that dude? Yeah, nah, that makes perfect sense. GP? Like, yeah, it's again, a, it's if it sad. Was, if it was the NBA and it was. Guaranteed contracts like that'd be one thing. Yeah, like, then okay, it'd be well, different. We, you know, but like I enjoy the air it out style of of play now. Mm -hmm. um, but like us, you know, growing up in the era that we grew up, like we all have a certain like respect for a good running back because literally, like we just did the game. Like we named like tons of running backs that were fucking amazing, that were super dope, or that were you know very productive. So seeing that we're we're going away from that. That's how that type of style of play, like you know, it makes you feel some type of way. Like oh, like now we like the old niggas. Like oh, bring <laughs> football day, back. Yeah. Back in my day, we didn't wear helmets and all that type <laughs> shit. But I, I, I enjoy. Um, like I said, I enjoy the rapid air. Just five hundred yards passing, seven hundred yards passing. <laughs> so like I enjoy that. It's it's a, it's an enjoyable football, but um, definitely. Miss like the mystique of you know having a like a premier like dog as a running back. Yeah, like I would I be thinking about like Jerome Bettis and I think about the game that they played against us. It was a, it was a fucking blizzard, bro. This this nigga put his, his snow tires on my nigga and ran through our ass. Like like in situations like that, like you couldn't pass. Like you had to have a dog. You, at, you have to have a dog at running back that can that can make it happen. So. I mean, snow, speaking of snow games, I think about the Packers with Ryan Grant. Ryan Grant had one of his best games in the snow. Mm -hmm. Sean Alexander had one of yeah. his best games in the snow. Yep. Like, Adrian Peterson didn't give a damn if it was snowing, raining, <laughs> flooding. Beast. He just monstered. You got CJ2Ks. and But you're right. Mm -hmm. It is an old head. Damn, am I calling myself old? <laughs> <laughs> Mentality. Because like, it's more traditional. Like, there are always going to be special guys. But, like, yeah. the special guys are special for a reason. Like, they're going to mm -hmm. be great in any era. It's like, again, going back to basketball, where it's like, yeah, centers for the most part are pretty much interchangeable. Like, they have different skills. They have different skill sets, mm -hmm. and different strengths and weaknesses. But for the most part, it's like, yeah, center's a center. But you have Jokic and Embiid. 
where it's like, okay, those dudes are special and they're going to be the, the guys that you build around. But like, they would have been special in any era. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have like Todd McCullough's <laughs> in oh, NBA anymore um, that are getting paid, you know, crazy amounts of money. Um, but I do want to catch up on the comments because we have Camille and Dwayne both in here uh, making some really good points. So Camille said, um, but uh, sorry, actually, Dwayne said, Dallas made that situation weird talking about Zeke and Pollard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, yeah, RBs are not going to get paid no time soon thanks to the West Coast system. Love it. Um, Camille said, we've seen fullbacks value decline with the passing game taking off. Running mm-hmm. backs are next. Not to say you can win without them. They're just devalued. Teams will continue drafting guys and getting rid of them after their first deal. That's what makes me sad. This Dwayne, sorry. That's mm-hmm. what makes me sad. What it's like three teams that actively use a fullback in the league. Mm-hmm. Camille then responded, and these high draft picks are normally bell cows at the college level. Lots of miles on their bodies already. Mm-hmm. So a lot nice. of stuff that we've that we've highlighted throughout the course of our conversation. But like, yeah, it, it, it sucks for the individual, and I understand why. Like Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard would be upset, and I'd be mm-hmm. upset too. Yeah. Um, Especially like using the the franchise tag to camp down like what what their earnings are, like to my my point is always like one I hate the franchise tag, mm-hmm. but it's like okay it's fine if you don't want to pay me as the team that I'm on, cool let me go. yeah let me let me get let me to the market yeah. and see if somebody else is willing to pay me, which it typically is, but but so like I I do agree with that like I think there is a level of collusion <laughs> to keep every every running backs salary low but like, it's like it, it, let them get to the market and let the market dictate what they're actually worth exactly because like the the franchise tag creates a artificial cap um but you know franchise deadline means that the nfl season is right around the corner to that point we had one two three four five six seven eight nine teams open training camp today mm. Um, and wormhole, find out what's going on around here. This wormhole. I, I love like the NFL <laughs> news. Like once the NFL news cycle start hitting, mm-hmm. it's just it's usually baseball done picked up because it's closer to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. NFL news cycle starts getting integrated in there. I've been watching more tennis lately. Yeah, Wimbledon was cracking, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, Wimbledon was cracking, bro. I was watching. Uh, I forgot what was right before Wimbledon, but I was watching Coco Jones get smoked by Madison. Oh, I'm not okay. Coco Jones. I said oh. Coco damn Jones. I was like, this ain't fresh. Uh, I was like, you see the singer? You the singer? Coco Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched her lose. Uh, I forgot what her first name is, but Madison. Uh-huh. Um, but was watching. I was talk, texting the wife, and she was watching men's golf. And I was like, I mean, not golf, uh, tennis. You got to live uh, the celebrities doing the golf tournaments and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you have holding one. Steph out here wilding, bro. What like, that, what can that man not do? Exactly. Goddamn, you can't be talented and everything. He had a look away putt. I seen that. I was like, I was like fam, out here. What wilding. is this, bro? Yeah, he he can't keep getting answer. away with this. <laughs> right. But, like, once football starts kicking in, because you have preseason brings a lot. It brings mm-hmm. some, sometimes it brings some trades, but other times it brings, uh, hey, here's what my team is about to do, because mm-hmm. I ain't seen nothing from them since February. I've been waiting. These rookies is coming out, because usually the rookies is the ones that kick off training camp. Yeah. So the first opening days for the teams are on training camp. The rookies are first, and then the veterans come after that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to see, like, the if you ain't really into the 
following them throughout the summer and uh, off-season programs and stuff like that. Once training camp starts, you get full coverage of your teams now. Like you really see what these rookies doing or what these vets coming in, if they're healthy or not, how they mesh in, things like that. Like mm-hmm. for the Packers, we have the Jordan Love soccer. I will say, like, the NFL does a really good job. Uh, I mean, the NFL does a really good job of promoting themselves in general, but, like, really making training camps, like, an event. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's, really, it's just practice. <laughs> practice. Like, shit don't matter. Um, but, um, like, yeah, you get you, the beat reporters are there, and they tell you, like, every drill. Like, this dude looked good in this drill. This dude mm-hmm. looked good in this drill. This dude dropped, like, five different practices. Like, it, you'll get like text alerts for mm-hmm. for, for training camp practices. And it's Defense like, is getting smoked. It's, a, it's an event <laughs> for real, um, and it is because like people are so starved for football in the off season. It's like when shit gets started, like, oh yeah, how's how's our backup punter? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, how's our uh, you know, like what are the training camp positional battles? Like, who's gonna win out? You know, as top running. I mean, I guess that's a bad example. Uh, <laughs> who's, gonna win, who's gonna win out? <laughs> as you know. Who's the who's the nickel corner now? Or, mm, you know. or did so and so who tore his ACL the season before? How he's looking mm. now? Now that he's back, or is it Burrow went out on calf strain last year? Or Lamar sat out. Mm-hmm. Like how's he back now? Does he how's he look? How's he meshing with his new receiving core? Or this dude that's holding out like his replacement is looking really good. Is he gonna come back because he's afraid of getting his spot right. took? Like it, there's a whole lot of drama and entry. That's why Hard Knocks is such riveting television because mm-hmm. like there are so many stories there's so many dudes trying to make mm-hmm. teams so many guys trying to you know uh keep their spot so mm-hmm. many guys trying to make it make a name for themselves um to that end the jets it's kind of weird so the yeah. jets are the last team to start training camp and they don't start until the 29th which is wild their first game is on august 3rd in the Hall of Fame game against the Browns. That's crazy. That's wild. And the Browns actually, I think the Browns got a nice team this year. Actually, like I think the Browns gonna make some noise this year. But yeah, I feel like this got something to do with the diva over there that they just traded from us. Which I ain't got no the issue diva. with it because the motherfucker don't want to do shit in the offseason anyways. But anyways, for y'all to be on Hard Knocks and then be the very last team a couple days before the preseason get that's wild. That to is. Me. Like that's that's very wild. I've been watching Hard Knocks for the last couple of years, um, and it seems like there's usually like a lot of lead up to that first game. So for <laughs> it to be like four days, like we don't want any, <laughs> y'all not getting no footage out of us. Like, first couple episodes gonna be fire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna fire. be hello tra- training camp uh, introductions, game cuts, first episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a hell of a first episode, truly. Because especially when you start next, because usually they try to figure out, the, like you said, the positional battles, mm-hmm. the starters, the backups, and things like that. And usually, first game of the uh, preseason, you usually have more of your backups playing more than anything. Because mm-hmm. you kind of got an idea who's starting anyways. But after that, then it's like, okay, game two, game two, you get more of your starters. Game three, you get a lot of them. And they only got three this year. It was because the new agreement that they had. So mm-hmm. cutting out that fourth game really sped up the process of trying to weed out who you do and do want, do not want on your team. So for them to be on hard knocks with all these Packers now, because you know they have to try a whole bunch of them because he ain't, he ain't want no Packers, but, you know, he wouldn't mind them. Camille sent a little bit of context. So Adam Schefter um, put it all out there this morning saying that the Jets, quote, fought it all along in reference to hard knocks. They met with NFL Films and told them, clear as day, we don't want to do this. And Hard Knocks will not be the same because they are not going to be given the same amount of access. The Jets don't believe it is humane to show players being released. So. Y'all ain't say that shit last year. 
Y'all ain't speak up when cats was getting released on TV. Y'all ain't speak up when cats was getting traded on TV. I don't want to hear it, bro. Just because it's you now, new, new buddy, new buddy. Don't be sour. <laughs> I mean, don't be sour. Don't be a sour. Be on hard knocks in the first place, then, if you felt so strongly about it. I don't disagree with him personally, but. <laughs> Oh. So what they could do everything else except seeing people get cut and you might not see the cuts and stuff. Like, which again, the cuts. I ain't mean, the like, big I, they deal. probably don't want people in their, their meeting rooms. They probably don't want the cameras Ooh. around. Like to a point, like that's why they're breaking camp at the last you know, second, four days before, <laughs> four or five days before their first game. Like they're trying to do the bare minimum. Um, Camille wanted me to play the clip. My bad. Um, so let me get back to it. Oh wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh shit! I just realized. Ah, you on mute? No, oh, so you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the oh, AirPod. Yeah. Wasn't nobody gonna tell me? Again, the Jets fought it all along. They met with NFL Films and told them clear as day, we don't want to do this. And while you're all talking about the last time the Jets did it with Rex Ryan and Mike Tannenbaum, they were along for the ride. This group is not along for the ride. And Hard Knocks will not be the same because they're not going to be given the same access. The Jets don't believe it's humane to show players being released. So it would surprise me if we see them this summer. This is a partnership. This is a relationship. And the Jets are not interested in being partners with NFL Films, no matter what they say. So they're going to go in there because it is, as Aaron Rodgers says, being forced down their throats. But the Jets are not going to provide the level of cooperation that the Lions provided last year or that other teams have provided in other years. And essentially, in the end, because the Jets were unwilling to go along with it and because the commanders don't have the new owner approved yet and the league couldn't go there, the league wanted to go to the Jets. The Jets didn't want it. That's why they waited until last week because there was no other option. And the league said, essentially, the Jets, you're doing it. And that's the way it's going to go down. This will be the highest rated hard knocks in the history of the city. <laughs> uh, yeah, which, which, which is the least access. Concern. With the yeah. least access. Well, again. Hmm. It's going to be, hey, people go watch. Mm-hmm. They will. It's going to get the spectacle. Especially with the Rodgers thing that happened in Salt Lake. They want to see him on the Jets. Mm-hmm. Also, his goofy ass went to a team that was that was ruled for hard knocks. Like, I don't know what to tell you, fam. Uh, I've never done nothing like this. What is this? Like, Yo, goof ass went to a team that lost a lot, bro. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm. I'm gonna watch though. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, because I'm used to watching anyway. Are they doing the um? Don't they normally do a mid-season one too? Mm-hmm. Mid-season, yeah. Yeah. Did they announce the team for that yet? I think they usually don't do that until after. Oh, okay. The season start. Or Some lucky year. loser. <laughs> Some lucky loser. It was the Cardinals last year. Yeah. All right, um, Packers and Bears get started on the 21st and 22nd, respectively. What's that, Friday and Saturday? I think so. Mm-hmm. What's that, 18th? Mm-hmm. Give me the line. Friday, Saturday. Yep. So Go Bears. Damn, you took my weekend, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, why could we start on Monday like everybody else? I got to work on the weekend. They're working on the weekend, too. 
They just got a couple extra days. Um, but uh, anything else on football, you guys got? No, I'm excited, man. I'm glad football season is back. That's my, uh, as Eric is the NBA, I, I love the NFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it, that's that's my that's when my bread is buttered. Ah, but <laughs> your your buns are buttered. I ain't say all that. You gotta relax. Sir. You ain't talking about no cheeks. <laughs> I mean, never mind. Uh, uh, shout out to Sabrina Ionescu. Uh, she set the all time record for NBA or WNBA with a score of thirty seven points in the final round of the three point contest to be crowned the new three point champion. Um, she scored 37 out of a possible 40 points by hitting 25 out Crazy. of a possible 27 shots. Did y'all see it? Shooting. Uh, I saw yeah, the highlights. I saw the clip. Yeah. I saw the clip. See, look at you. Look at you. Cheeks. 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 She said, uh, she sunk an NBA record. She sunk the BNBA record of 31 set by Steph Curry in 2021 and Tyrese Halliburton in 2023. Um, besides that, she also smashed the WNBA record of 30 set by Allie Quigley in 2022. Um, I did see Steph said that uh, that inspired him, so he has to go back and mm-hmm. get his record back. Um, but Camille asked, is this the most impressive? Wait, sorry. Is this the most impressive pudding? Must be outing. Sorry. Um, you've seen during an all-star weekend competition. Um, for my money... I still gotta go with Vince Carter in the 2000 yeah. contest. Uh-huh. That's very memorable. Like he hit all his dunks on the first round, mm-hmm. on the first go. Like he had all the hype coming in, so like yeah. it was very easy to be disappointed because everybody <laughs> had built it up in their minds. Like, oh man, what Vince? What can Vince do in the dunk half contest? man, half amazing? Right, like. All the dunks that he was doing in game were like, yeah. oh, he about to do some shit. So like, you could easily see where it's like, oh, it was cold, but it wasn't cold, cold. Uh-huh. Like, no, he came out and just like demolished everybody, like broke our brains with dunks yeah. we never seen before. Um, but shit, twenty five out of twenty seven shots is that's very crazy. Yeah, bro. like that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's very like she missed that first one to just start cooking. Okay. I was like, God damn. <laughs> um. Couple of them kind of stand. I, I feel like as far as just individual performances, as far as that aspect, I do feel like hers was probably the most impressive due to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. Steph's twenty twenty one performance was fire too, though in the three point contest because he had to come back and beat Mike Conley twice because he was down twice and had to come from behind, mm-hmm. and that's when he put up thirty one. Because kind of think Conley had like twenty seven, but. Was that the year that was, was that the last shot? Um, I can tell you. Yeah, but um, that was it was that one. I do remember Russ All Star Game performance when he had like forty points or forty forty one or some shit like that. Like Russ was kind of wilding. Mm-hmm. Um, what year that was the championship? I don't. I can't remember if it was a championship year or not. But he came off the bench that year. He came. He won. He mm-hmm. won the starter, but he came off the bench and he okay. he he was wilding. Um. Individually, shit. Yeah, uh, do people count Carl Anthony Towns winning because of the center? <laughs> <laughs> the three point contest. Oh, well, no, okay. I don't remember him winning it. So, I'm oh gonna, really? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I, he won a skills competition. I don't remember him winning a three point contest. Uh, yeah, I was like, did he win a three point? Yeah, he won a three point contest. Yeah, I think it was. Was it last year? Shit, it might have been. I don't remember. 
2022. Damn. And you had 29. Okay. Oh, well, shit. Huh? <laughs> I remember Cat was cooking. I, then I guess it wasn't that impressive. Fair. Even if, even if you won, because nobody Fair. besides you remember. Because I'm thinking, like, three point contest is my favorite contest mm-hmm. at the All Star weekend. Um, Chris Capuano used to light shit up. The pitcher? Jason Capono, I'm tripping. <laughs> I said Chris Capuano. Hey, uh, hey, Deuce, uh, ah, leave it alone. Don't nah. touch it. Don't touch it. Jason oh. Capono. Um, no, yeah, I would say Sabrina though, cause mm-hmm. that, again, she missed that first one. Yeah. Yeah, she, just she just wouldn't miss, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think she missed one like on the second to last rack, and then that shit was, was crazy. Impressive. Yeah, it was very impressive. So like I. Again, I'm not as well versed in WNBA. Like I, I'm trying to get into it a little bit more. Um, I love the Aces. Like Aces are they're Chico. fucking amazing. They're like, All Star team, bro. Literally, like, like for half real. the damn all, half yeah. of Aces damn All Star team was Ace players. Exactly. Um, but like I'm not, I'm not as well versed into like the politics of W stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm. Words English, <laughs> Eric. Um, but like, apparently, Sabrina is like one of the more polarizing players. Um, people feel like she's kind of getting that Roman Reigns push. Oh, uh, really? Oh, okay. Uh, so she got the, the the 2K cover. I mean, she was coming into the W when she got coming out of college, she mm. was still talked about as a generational talent, right? But like, her WNBA production isn't necessarily on par with. How, the perception how and like the the amount of publicity that she gets. So she got the two K cover. She got a Nike Sig. Um, like she's getting the push, mm-hmm. but it's like okay. But Asia is the best player in the league. Brown Stewart's yeah. the best player on her team. Like yeah. no, that's fine. She's she's an all star, but she's not. She's you not know, like she's not yet. the face of the WNBA. She's yeah. finally starting getting talent around her too, though. Like for a while, but, she was just again, carrying by herself. But again, the point is like. They brought in better talent. Like they brought in two MVPs over the off season. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be like, that's why. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know you cold, but we're gonna bring in two MVPs. All right. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. Ja and like they trying to push Ja as like the face of the NBA, and then the Grizzlies bring in Giannis and Jokic, and it's like, like for what? Uh, yeah, you you the face, but like, dude, you're not even the best player on your team, and like it's. Way nicer players out here yeah. that aren't getting like a fraction of the love and publicity that you get. So yeah. it's just some of the stuff that you know, like now dipping my toe in the W Twitter, like I'm starting to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when she got the the 2K cover, like there was people were some some up, <laughs> up war. Yeah, ah. some com- a little kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Twitter, so you you can imagine what the oh yeah, yeah. I know it's oh, filthy. Probably filthy. That's probably wallet. But I mean, like, shit, look at the, the Jokic and B conversation from this <coughs> spring. Like, yeah. certain stuff gets put into it that is unfair. Um, but also, you understand where it comes from. So, mm-hmm. there is that. Um, so, we have a couple of not news based questions, but more so, like, just I'm trying to understand like where where we are as 
people in that sports people that consume sports mm-hmm. so one camille shared a meme of people talking about the moment that they realized that they were never going pro <laughs> <laughs> so like people were giving examples of like um <laughs> yeah i played kevin durant in high school and he dropped like 50 on us <laughs> and like he dunked on my team i think i said that was joe hayden that uh shared that one um did you guys play any pro athletes or any dudes that play like D1 or something where you like, I'm not as good as him and I'm never going to be as good as him? Um, do you yeah. have any examples of that? I was younger. <laughs> uh, it wasn't long, but I played uh, AAU ball for like two, three years. Um, played for DW Wildcats. Uh, my cousin ended up playing for him later. Um, but there was a tournament once that OJ Mayo was part of and OJ was disgusting. <laughs> like disgusting. Um can't remember the total at half. I feel like he had like twenty six almost thirty at like halftime or whatever. But no, I like I said I didn't I didn't play AAU long. <laughs> it was one of those squads though, they had a nice team. Like a couple guys went on to play for like Madison and things like that and uh mm-hmm. stuff like that. But no. The AAU circuit is will always see you always see mm-hmm. like you have dudes on your team you be like no bro's the best player i've seen mm-hmm. and then you get on the aau circuit you be like oh no that nigga's trash <laughs> right <laughs> he ain't nothing compared to bro like come on <laughs> what is the word so i do just want to so I, I get the wording so like shakes underscore sc on twitter as y'all in words that played sports ever competed against somebody so good it made you realize that you were n- you wasn't going anywhere with it um so then some examples were in one summer i played a few current nba players dennis smith jr had 30 on me in the half markel Fultz had 25 on me in the half lou gens dort had 35 on me the whole game i started selling weed <laughs> <after> <laughs> <summer> <laughs> <circuit>. <laughs> i played against brandon knight's high school on a usa tour with other top level aussie players he dropped 60 on us jesus all I'm going to say is I ain't have no business guarding Shump in them Georgia Tech runs. Come on, Shumpert. Um, Kawhi Leonard and Tony Snell back when they played for King in Riverside, California. Um, they put up 65 on us in the first quarter. Now I'm a substitute teacher for a middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Hayden from, you know, former Steeler and Brown High School. Played Katie Trey 5 in Summer League Basketball. He probably doesn't remember. Gave us 50 and dunked on my best friend. I chose football. Derrick Rose ran past me so fast I went home and started applying for academic scholarships. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Martin dunked in an AAU game when we were in 8th, ninth grade and I started learning how to build computers. Darius Garland's AAU team beat my AAU team by 67. I knew it was Damn. over. <laughs> Chris Paul, Kendrick Perkins, Jeremy Ingram, Torrell Marshall, and Anthony Morrow. Thanks to them, I'm about to hit my 20th year in the Navy. So, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, for me, I was in like seventh, eighth grade, and DeAndre Levy um, uh, uh. was like a foot taller than me, and he was dunking. I'm like, ah, just wrap it up. No, wrap <laughs> it up. Nah, it's not gonna happen for you, bro. You gonna be a GM? There's a couple cats that got a DeAndre Levy story that I know on the football field, mm-hmm. <laughs> basketball, <laughs> and some of these cats is just disgusting bro there was a i don't know if he ever made the league or not but juno had a pitcher my uh was my senior year Mm -hmm. junior uh, no it was my junior year juno had a pitcher named isaac bonds 
and he was the first dude that I seen live throwing 9,900 miles an hour. Pitches. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, it, it's crazy. There was a couple scouts it. there, mm-hmm. like just for him. And my cousin used to talk shit about it. He was like, "You in a city conference? Ain't nobody that cold." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No, dude was." I, that was literally the first time I seen it like live. Like you go to batting cages, you turn mm-hmm. speed up, shit like that. But yeah. seeing it live, bro, I made contact. That bitch didn't go nowhere. <laughs> it go hands hurting. I was like, God damn! I said, I don't even know if he made the league or not. Like, I don't know yeah. if he went minors or whatever. But yeah. dude was that. That shit was wild. I was like, okay, that's what you gonna see. Yeah, it's right for me, boss. <laughs> uh, mine is more of like funny. Um, she actually played D one uh, college basketball. She went to Syracuse. Um, Brittany Smith. Ah, she ducked on me, nigga. <laughs> we hooping, nigga. I wasn't expecting it, bro. I got set up. But How you get set up? Cause I didn't know she. I, 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 these niggas threw a lob and I got ducked on. Wait, bro. she. Lo- yeah, bro. She caught the lob on you. She caught a lob on me, bro. D one. She hit you with one of these. Yeah, bro. I faked the injury, my nigga. My Achilles. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, bro. But yeah, I knew it wow. wasn't for me, bro. Yeah, bro. Freshman oh, year, no. dog. Got ducked on. Oh, they probably talked about you all year. Dude, dog, you already know. <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't let up, dog. I was like, man, fuck you. Don't come back out here hooping. We gonna get Brittany on you. Hey, bro. I had these jokes though, so I was good. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure Brittany went to my mouth. I became school. a comedian after that. All right. All right. <laughs> Put down the ball, pick up these jokes. <laughs> uh, and then the second one is actually something that I saw on the Jeff T on Jeff T's podcast. I think it's called Club 532, 502, something like that. T is a trip. Dog, he is funny as hell. Like I only listen to the episodes like with NBA players because like the other time it's just niggas on a podcast but (laughs) his his NBA story like it's funny watching like Jeff Teague was cold like Jeff Teague is probably a story for somebody else like I realized I wasn't going league when Jeff Teague dropped Mm -hmm. like 60 on me or whatever like Jeff Jeff Teague he was one of my favorite players one time Mm all-star pretty sure he made like a hundred million dollars in his mm-hmm. career and he talked like a dude that was just like out there just hooping because he like he understands like he very clearly <laughs> understands like where he was like in the nba hierarchy uh-huh. and it's like yeah i wasn't like kobe and lebron like no them niggas go like i gotta find it but he told a story about him and t-mac having beef when t-mac was on the hawks huh <laughs> that shit be- and he sounds like this dude talking like random people. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. I seen the one that he was talking about. Uh, he was talking shit to LeBron. Yeah, because Kyrie had. Uh, he was like Ty- Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie got hurt, so he gave Delva Delva like thirty, <laughs> and he started feeling himself. And he's he like, his ass. And then LeBron was like, "Yeah, but can you score on me, nigga?" And he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Yeah." He outscored me by like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> like for the rest of the series. Uh, he said uh, Steph, like he played his hardest defense in his life and Steph gave him 44. Woo. It was like shimmying on him and he told him to stop that whole ass shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, go get the gun. That's <laughs> good. So as a, as a dude that really prided, like I love the defensive aspect of all sports. So for me, playing defense, being able to shut somebody down to be able to stop somebody or shit uh-huh. like that, like I love that aspect of sports. So for you to be playing your damnness and trying on defense, because uh-huh. honestly, a lot of defenses is just trying, my guy. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't even try. Oh, he got it. He gone. 
All right, let me get that. No, 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 no. He go, no. I'm, I'm here with you. I might jump on your back or some shit, but I'm here with you. <laughs> Fuck that. Take these hard fouls. <laughs> to have playing your hardest defense and motherfuckers out here smiling and shimmying on your hey, shit, bro. dog. You just got to take that L, bro. Damn. Can't win them all. Alright, so I'll play T Mac clip, but uh, just go search Jeff Teague on Twitter, like it'll, they'll all come up. You talk about uh, no, you talk about the uh, Jim Butler. Uh huh. That one's hilarious too. I lo- I, he cold, but he don't like me. I don't like him either. So wait, wait, wait. How did this start? I don't even know how we got here, but I love it. I don't know how we got here either. But here. Really, this is really about him. But I tell it. I was uh, my third year. I was starting point guard. He came to our team. Talk about T-Mac. And he was really pissed that I was starting. Tell yeah. him how I pulled up to practice. What you pull up in? A Maybach? Yeah. yeah, he pulled up in a Maybach. I'm like, you know, I'm a fan. I'm like, damn, that's T-Mac in a Maybach with some big-ass Gucci clothes on. <laughs> I'm like, damn, what up? He was like, what's up? They start calling the star around of the groups. Nigga look like, this nigga? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he like, man, this nigga trash. Oh, no. Heart drop, like, oh, he got me fucked up. <laughs> so now it was fuck team back. The whole I just started talking shit to him the rest of the year. Like, nigga, you ain't never been LeBron. Nigga, Kobe ain't respect you. He was like, nigga, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I, say, I just kept talking shit about other niggas. Like, Kobe, man, he said you ain't work hard enough. Nigga, you average eight motherfucking points. Then that nigga stole me my chest one day. I wanted to fight that nigga so bad. That nigga Barbara Williams was like, man, he'll beat the shit out of you. I said, I'm having niggas jump that nigga. Wait till we get to Indiana. Wait till we get to Indiana. You ride the West Side. Yeah, the whole West Side of Indiana. Nah, but teammate, he was cold. He was cold. He ain't fucking dead. He cold. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Alright, so now that Camille just sent a clip. So we just gonna we just gonna run through. I can tell you get me. I remember we played Steph in China, right? <laughs> Wait, what? We went to China, we played we played KD, Steph, them niggas. Oh, that year. Man, I that swear to one guy, I played the best defense, the hardest defense I ever played in my life. Wow. You know, it's a hundred thousand people in the stands in China. Oh, no, no, China, Chinese, that shit bro. crazy. <laughs> Respect. So I'm like, fuck that. He ain't about to kill me. Bro, I swear to God, I played. So I never played this hard. See, after the game came in, that's the best defense I ever played. Steph Curry had 44. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every shot, bro. Stupid ass. Bro. Yeah, every <laughs> shot, bro. Every time, I, I contested everyone, bro. And at one point, he started doing that shit. Because we in China, I got yeah. so mad. I said, hey, man, stop that whole ass shit. I want to fight. I want to fight. But me and Steph knew each other. We was all Americans in college together. We were right roommates there. and shit. Yeah, that's my man. So we like, he like, nah, T, you got, you know, you gotta be more personable so people can like you and shit. <laughs> like when you make a shot, like look at your hand, do some shit. I'm like, man, fuck that shit. You making every shot? Y'all only made four. <laughs> talking about we was roommates and shit. Nigga, <laughs> don't give a fuck. <laughs> Christmas, dude. Yeah, oh my mom, he was. Cooking. He gave you 44 after the game. Yeah, so after the game, I'm like, fuck. I'm looking at everybody wig like. Cool, bro, you was playing hard. <laughs> 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 That's what I was like. I ain't playing defense anymore. Because he's still getting 44 and I'm trying. Fuck this. I'm just going. Like, what's the point? Uh, That's funny. You're the most point. That's funny. But everybody ain't Steph, bro. Tell me say you made every shot. All right, so this is the rest of the year. This trash. Being uh, being a top three seed, Jimmy Terrace, meniscus. Yeah, That's gonna, YouTube going to grab us for that. So, because yeah, yeah, the music in background. But basically, he was like, 
<laughs> he almost lost the game for him because at the beginning of the game, he's like, oh, I want to guard Gary Harris because he's like, I know Jokic and Murray, they're going to run a bunch of pick and roll, and I'm not trying to deal with that shit. So he's like, <laughs> Gary Harris started the game off just like running fast as hell. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he was getting off. So then he's like, nah, let me get Will Barton because he's just going to do ISO and I can guard ISO. And he said, Will Barton started getting off. <laughs> Damn. So then they put him on, on uh, Murray and then Murray cooked his ass. He was like, and then at the end of the game, like, Jimmy went Jimmy mode. So he's like, yeah, he got us back in the game. And then he gave me the ball. I'm like, no. Like, I passed it back. And I'm like, no, I think go that way. Like, I'm not trying. <laughs> he's like, Minnesota already hate me. I'm not trying to fuck this up. And then he's like, he wound up taking a floater that he did not expect to go in. And he went. He was just like, thank God. Like, Jeff, Jeff T is just funny as a motherfucker. I wonder um, if he'll have one about the Atlanta series when uh, Trey Young started cooking his ass. <laughs> Well, he well you already know like he was talking about like he, he thought that we won't go win <laughs> we won't go win like he was on the team like KD was just going crazy and like if Kyrie ain't got hurt they probably would lost which I don't disagree with but anyway he asked Gear yeah yeah <laughs> he was like after they got beat by like fifty in game two he's like he went and packed his truck up because he thought him he and Brent Forbes bro him and Brent Forbes like we ain't gonna we ain't got it ready to go I ain't they went wrong um. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he said he got a, uh, a on the group project. Anyway, the question that he asked Gary Harris uh, was, "Would you rather have a max contract or win the championship?" Um, yeah. And like now, it's starting to gain a little bit of momentum. Like I saw Jason Tatum got asked, and some other people on like a red carpet. Mm, it depends on my role on the championship team. To be fair, the, because just just answer the question: Would you rather have a max, or would you rather have a championship? Well, I mean, that's what matters to me, though. Like, motherfuckers, six fucking rookies get a championship their rookie year. You ain't did shit. I got a chip, but I ain't never gonna get that money. Mm-hmm. No, I just got my my rookie my second round pick deal. So that's the point. Like, Max if you just if you're a he's a Max Max if you're a, a NBA player. Would you <laughs> would you be shooting for? I want to win a championship above all else. Or would you want to be like, hey, if I get this Max and I don't get a championship, it's and a good I'll career. Be, I, Right. Yeah. Max I've, me. I've always been a team player, so I would fuck that nigga. I would, Max, I fuck a team. For, Max I would go for me. The chip. I would go for. I've always been a team player, bro. Like I would. Hey, look, surround me with cats that want to win, just like I do, and we are gonna get this. But what if you again? You just want the niggas on the bench. You just caught a ring. Do I mean, even, if I'm a, like, do it mean that's something? why I said it matters. If you don't, my role matters. If you don't do nothing to get it, like if what I'm do part it mean? of the regular rotation, the starting five or whatever, or the starter mm-hmm. on the if, team. If you, if, I'm cool with the chip. If you Sam Merrill on the Bucks that one year they won the title. I need the contract. But for me to get this max, <laughs> that means I did right. all my hard work paid off. Right. That's for what I'm me. looking at. But that's why I said max. That's not me. the context. Is either you either get this money or this chip. You can either be broke and get this chip. Let me let me reframe it. This makes me right. So I saw a different meme, which is basically the same question. Would you rather have James Harden's career, three hundred million made, MVP, perennial All Star, All NBA, all that, no title, hoes, or would you rather be Robert Ory, seven chips, fifty three million career earnings? Nah. Yeah, I'll be Robert. No, I'm straight. He made fifty three. I'm Max straight up that Max like, me immediately. Yes, me Max me. I be Robert. <laughs> no, Max me, Kelly? bro. No, Max me, yes, no exactly. Kelly. I'm killing, bro. Max, Max me. Send me on the bench. Oh what? <laughs> I'm good. Best of both worlds. I swear, I'm good. It's all right. Yeah, that was R. Kelly. Hey, yeah, everybody Sorry. can't win them. 
Say, Everybody can't be a champion. I'm fine with that. But my bank account is a champion. Man. So like the walls, <laughs> you can be like the walls, the bills, the yeah. I'm cool with that. And I can still be like, an all star. I can still be one of the greatest players to ever play. I just ain't win the championship. I'm fine with that. And I got paid. Max me. Mm. Yeah. Just think about Chris Paul. Mm. He, uh, still one of the greatest players ever, bro. He's still trying too, though. Barkley. Barkley, one of the greatest, Charles bro. Barkley. Just ain't, just ain't get one. That mm. don't take nothing from his career. Him not winning the chip. I want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mill because this shit is not easy. We gotta catch up on these comments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did. I forgot, motherfuckers. Uh, Camille said Jeff Teague is perfect for this because he was good but not a superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titanium World said perfect comedic timing. I'm so many talking about Jeff Teague. Oh me, thank you. <clears throat> Camille asked the question before I got a chance to. Uh, would you rather be Robert Ori or James Harden? Camille said to Max Me too. Yeah. Titanium World said Ori. Right, bro. No, um, bro. Max Me. Camille said if Put on you're smart shirt. though, you can parlay those championships into more deals. I'm That's cool true. with being Barkley or Nash. I don't want to be stocking though because he. You know, <laughs> so, shit. Uh, yeah, no, like I said, max me. Like, yeah, max. I'll me. buy a championship ring off of eBay. Exactly, like. I'm straight, bro. Max me, bro. That's a fact. I put in the work. My war, my hard work is paying off, and I'm seeing the fruit of it. So you I cool mean, like being Tobias Harris? Yeah, yeah. I'll be fine with that. He <laughs> <laughs> damn near with third option, bro. Hey, Four options. Them out, bro. Yeah, like, would this. you rather be Jordan War or Tobias Harris? And you just got a ring, but no money. No, bro. Max me. Uh, I mean, I'd be Tobias. God, no, I did. Would you be Tobias or Bobby Portis? I'd be Bobby. Bobby still got some money. Yeah, a little bit. Like ha- that, half. That's where the Robert Ory goes into play. May- maybe half of he what? Made, uh, wait, he was a, he was a, a, a contribution. Yeah. He was a rotational player. You know, he had some shots. He had some moments, and he still got money. It's crazy that Robert Ory got that many championships, though, bro. Any like. He contributes to all of them. To all of them, <laughs> Titanic World said, um, if you're Ori, every time people see you in the street, they celebrate you. I don't yeah. worry about all that. They gonna celebrate gonna say, my money. Like, I was I'm gonna say, that's a little star. bit about me, because like that would actually be a demerit. In that oh, time. Like, I, I don't want people talking to me. Leave me alone. Like, if I'm worth $50 million, I want to be anonymous. I don't care about that, V. They, I can still, again, I can like, still be an all star. You walk down the street, nod to me, like, yeah, okay. What well, up? I got the keys to the that's city. That's big money. Look at big money. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Give me the key to the city. Tell me you love me. <laughs> Tell me you love me. It's like, where I say he's the MF Doom of Hoopers. Talking about Oregon. That's funny. There? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was. How many? Wait. How many you got? Seven. Seven. That's crazy. That's seven. the thing. Like, is there like a depreciation of them? That's like, when crazy. you have it, is it like seven rings, yeah. though, seven. bro? I don't, I don't even need that many. Contribute it to all of them, bro. Uh, a three B. I don't even need that many, bro. Max me, please. Where the rings at, bro? Where the rings at? In his house, bro. And the, the rings just sitting there, bro. Put up two more fingers and give you the look. That's a lot of rings, bro. That's a lot of rings. Bro. <laughs> Ori, yes, he contributed, but he wasn't like the driving force behind them champions. I said it depends on my role. Like if I'm contributing, if I'm a role player, if I'm a, I don't gotta be the starter. But as long as I'm in that motherfucker and you can remember the shit that I did, and I still got my millions, hell yeah, I take the chips. You can get a ring. They be like, "What did you do?" Oh, I sat on the bed. I was a cheerleader. I, was, I got paid to be your cheerleader this year. We got a ring. I got care. I don't need that, bro. Max me. Like I wonder what Jordan, what Jordan Poole appreciates more, like. 
that ring he got with the Warriors or that 150 million. This bag. That That's what he gonna appreciate. What came with that ring? Getting punched in the face. <laughs> Damn. Damn a ring, motherfucker. <laughs> Max me. What's the, uh, I thought the NBA winners got, uh, extra little. Yeah, I thought they got like a, like a million a piece or some shit like that for yeah. winning the chip. That ain't nothing. I'm staying mean, gonna be no helps. Max money. Shit, that's better than a rookie contract. Yeah. Like second round pick. So you still be cool with Sam Merrill because you got a million dollars? I'm not Sam, goddamn man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, and like I get it Like it, it's about the team And it's all this other stuff But at the same time It's nah, like bro. That's your job like, exactly. And you have a very Finite window In which you can do your job exactly. And get paid That amount of money it's Maxim. like I Maximize my earning potential Thank you and It's like I'm, It doesn't diminish Anything away from Like me being a team player Or my will to win It's like None I'm, of that. I'm gonna try my ass off With this 100 million dollar contract Exactly If we If we get there Great If we don't I still got this hundred million dollars exactly. to fall back on. It's like, and we can try it again next year. Uh, and if, if if I gave it my all and my all wasn't good enough, that's my all that matters. Exactly, that's all that matters. We should try. Show yeah, me the money. Please. Speaking of, show me the money. DeAndre Hopkins got paid. Signed a two-year, twenty-six million dollar contract with the Tennessee Titans. He instantly becomes the most veteran receiver in the Titans' inexperienced wideout room. That was Hopkins will slot into the role as an outside receiver opposite second year wideout Traylon Burks. The Titans wide receiver group had a total of two 100 yard receiving games last season. Hopkins matched that total despite missing the first six games of the season, serving as suspension for violation of the league's performance enhancing drug policy. He finished the season with 64 reception and 717 yards with three touchdowns in nine games. That's crazy. How do you think Hopkins will help the Titans offense? Does his signing change how you feel about the Titans upcoming season? No. It does not change anything I feel about the Titans upcoming season. I think them boys are still going to be Mark Garboo-boo. Um, their defense is still pretty good. They got some players. I guess, yeah, their defense is solid. Tennessee ain't really going to do shit. They're not going to be better than shit. They might not be, but they might be last in their damn division. I know Houston is over there, but they might be fighting with Houston. For the last place? Because the Colts and they the uh, Jaguars, I feel like, are going to be better. Okay. Yeah, I give you that. Yes. Hey, who the quarterback? Tannehill's still good? Yes. No. Okay. Tannehill's big man. Big man. He like what? Old um, enough. He like Cousins, right? Hell no. Cousins way better than Tannehill. Cousins way better? I hate to say it, <laughs> but Cousins is way better. Cousins at least go but, get you the yards and the touchdowns. He ain't going to make you win no but games. But look at, look, you look at the stats, though. Who did he have to throw to, bro? So how can we really say he trashed if he had nobody to throw to? Now he has a, a premier running um, wide receiver to throw to. His stats definitely going to go up, and, they de- and that's going to equal winning. Like, he hopped a... F- Immediately can give you a thousand yards receiving in a in double digit touchdowns easily if he stays healthy enough. Why wouldn't he? I mean, coming off a season with seven, 17, and three touchdowns, exactly. I don't know if you can say like he easily go. Well, not gonna say but he, but he missed, six, he seven missed six, seven games. Though. He would have had a thousand. He would have had a thousand if he would have played the full season. And that's when Marquise Nine Brown games. he came back when Marquise Brown got hurt. Because Marquise Brown was eating the motherfucking yards and catches. Yeah. And, uh, he was eating that shit up. I can't say they're gonna be trash. And I can't say like nah. how can you say getting D Hop like doesn't automatically improve? I didn't say it didn't improve their receiving core. Just you said they're gonna be garbage. Just though. because you was bad and got a little bit better than me, you still ain't bad. You just got a little bit better. You ain't the worst. You just still bad. I don't see. <laughs> I can't say they're being trash because their defense is solid. 
And their offense got tremendously better. Tremendously better. It did. Look, nigga, look, they had two games with 100 receiving yards. Like, come on now. Out of the entire season. Like, their offense got 17 a games. lot better. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. They'll have more 100 yard games, is what you're saying. I said the <laughs> D Hop going there is going to equal more wins for them. Mm. Because it's going to equal more yards and it's going to equal. Tannehill actually have oh, They're going to have to depend through. on that running back. See, we ain't gonna go back there. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like there. King Henry going to have to carry the load. We're not even gonna go back there, but yes, you are right. Mm. <sighs> <Hey>, you. <clears throat> um, so Netflix quarterback show premiered last week. Any you guys watch it? I've been meaning to, but I have not. Yeah, I'm gonna actually start it tonight. Yeah, I know damn well I ain't watched that shit. Um, (laughs) During the introduction, Peyton Manning said that the quarterback position is the hardest position in all of sports to play. Do you agree? I do. Well, well. I'll I'll say all the sports though. Any sport, any position. Let's let's limit it to team sports because obviously, yeah, I still I'll still say yes. Different. I'll say yeah because. Again, thinking about it, <clears throat> quarterback has to know every single role for every single play. Mm-hmm. There's not one position that the quarterback does not need to know what they do, how they will react before every play. You got, I think, 10 seconds from when they call down to play. So mm-hmm. any audibles, any line adjustments, any disguises to the defense, you mm-hmm. have to know all the if you actually sit there and do the film, so that's why they was on uh, Kyler Murray's ass. You playing Fortnite, you supposed to be watching film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because of the fact that you really need to know the nuances. So you need to know yeah. when somebody's antsy or not. So that mm-hmm. way you can go ahead and do the fake hike. Aaron Rodgers was a master at that. Mm-hmm. You got to know when motherfucking linebacker is shifting his weight or some shit like that. Or the safeties is playing out of position because they're supposed to be in the cover three, but you see them in the cover two and motherfucker done left his assignment. Mm-hmm. You gotta know if it's a cover two, cover three, cover four, cover six. Yeah. You gotta know if it's man to man or not. That's on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Offensive side, you gotta know every single one of your linemen is blocking assignments. Yeah. You gotta know every single wide receiver's route. You gotta know all the hot routes if you're gonna call the hot routes. You gotta know the running backs, yeah. what, which hole they're supposed to hit or not. But the center to uh, quarterback transition is not easy. Mm-hmm. People make it look easy. That shit is not easy. Mm-hmm. Then you have to perfect the handoff, you have to perfect the play action. Hiding the ball away. You have to perfect the throws because your window can go from this to this in two seconds. Shit, half a second. Mm-hmm. You only really get three seconds to throw the goddamn ball for somebody hitting you. And that's it a good be, line. It got to be on the money. That's mm-hmm. a good line with three yeah. seconds. Yeah. If you got a shit show. You got Russell Wilson out there catching the ball and doing a spin move immediately. <laughs> immediately. I- and still have to be able to maintain your balance, your focus to get, get the, the ball, ball on the line 30, 40, 50 yards up the field between two motherfuckers who's converging on one guy. Mm-hmm. Consistently. If you drop the ball, that's bad on my stats. If you... Tip the ball and somebody pick it off. That's bad on my stats. Mm-hmm. If you complete the pass, that's going to look good on me too. But I have this window that's this goddamn big for me to get that ball there. Mm-hmm. After that five to ten seconds from them giving me that play, I have everything else falls on me. You the right? motions, the fakes, the whole nine. Every single play on offense runs through me. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a run play, pass play, fake play, don't give a fuck. Outside of a punt. Or field goal. Yeah, everything. Every offensive play runs through me. 
I have to stay on point every single. I can't have a lapse because oh damn, I call a hike, but I forgot I was gonna get the ball. But fumbling, <laughs> <laughs> like you run into your lineman and you fumble, just you. You running it out the back of the end zone because you getting chased by a big motherfucker. That's <laughs> you. Yeah. You have to get that out there, and even while being chased, somebody grabbing onto your collarbone, you throwing the ball 50 yards up the fucking field on a rope. That's you. Yeah. You are in control of the entire team's momentum on the offensive side of but hell, sometimes on the defense. Mahomes outscores so many motherfuckers that you only got one way to play on offense, so your defense can just peel back their ears, chase the quarterback, and sit in cover three or cover six <laughs> all goddamn game. It's on you, mm-hmm. literally, for your team. Yeah. Without a good quarterback or a, just a competent quarterback, can't do nothing. You can't do shit at all. That's why they're always chasing a franchise quarterback. That's why they're always chasing at least a competent enough quarterback. Hell, everybody was shitting on Alex Smith for a while until they realized he was a damn good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Even if he couldn't throw the ball ninety yards up the fucking field, even though he couldn't outrun, even though young Alex Smith could run. Yeah. He was a great game manager because he knew what was coming. He mm-hmm. knew the plays. He knew the audibles. He knew the fakes. He knew the blitzes. He mm-hmm. could call them out. He can see them. Yeah. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Omaha. Why? Because he sees everything. Yeah. <coughs> I do believe it's the hardest position. It is. You didn't have to sell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I was, was going to be wrong because I thought it was Camille that was arguing for it, but she was arguing for corner. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, real quick, though, I cannot wait to start saying Russell Wilson is cold again, just so y'all know. I think he'll it's have coming. to bounce back here. It's coming. Second team I'm going to be rooting for this year is the Broncos. Good luck with that. Hey, we out here. <laughs> BB, the, Bears, the Broncos, squad, Super Bowl. Bro. How y'all feel about what Dax said? What'd he say? What'd he say? He's only gonna have uh, 10 interceptions. Yeah, that's it. That nigga tripping. That nigga tripping. Oh, Madden, nigga. Right. Oh, oh Madden. It's a simulation. Nigga said, shit. No, bro. He gonna get that the first six games. <laughs> Boy. The, wow. Going to the bye week. <laughs> he not trash. I'm not saying he trash, but nope. that man, though, he, he knows how to throw an interception. If he don't know how to do nothing, he knows how to throw an interception. No, I mean oh. that'd be dope though if he do. Speaking I want I want him to be successful. Speaking of Dwayne, we were talking about uh, quarterbacks yesterday because mm-hmm. he he was having a hard time convincing himself that Dak was a top ten quarterback. Yes. We after running it down and talking, he was like, "He is, bro, Dak. He is, he is. man. Like he definitely he, top missed, 10. he was he was hurt last year, mm-hmm. but when Dak is healthy, he's a, easily a four thousand yard, twenty eight yeah. to thirty touchdown." 68 to 70 percent completion yeah he quarterback could like 10 ain't really that's not even that high of a bar like that's no 10 is really good i mean i'm saying though like out of 32 like you're in the top third like yeah like because the second tier honestly starts with like kirk cousins he I mean, i'm just saying top like it, top 10 isn't like oh like you don't even that's not even necessarily elite like it's you're better than two-thirds of yeah, but you, I mean, your name is up there with the Joes, the... Yeah, but I mean, like, that's... Again, like, t- 10 isn't, like... I'm not going to say... I don't want to say it's, like, not that hard to get into. <laughs> what I'm just saying, like... 10 is probably around the start of the second tier. And you're so only you speaking say, of starters. We're right. talking strictly starters. Right. There's 32 in the league. I don't know. Top 10 me. Ah, right. <laughs> you got to be top 10 or top, uh, top half of the league. 
Mm. <coughs> yeah, but no, that that uh, I don't believe him. That's cap. That getting what less than ten? Or he say he's not getting more than ten? Mm. He gonna cap it at ten. Nah, he go. He go. He go get a strong 15, 17 I give him about seventeen. Yeah, strong fifteen, seventeen. Ain't nothing wrong no, with that. I have no context for. Nothing wrong with like that. what he's done. Dak has had some. He's sling. Hey, hey, he, hey, they hey, throw hey. that motherfucker. Dak doesn't have. He done thrown that motherfucker. That's what it's like. He throw that motherfucker. He be moving and moving up and down that goddamn field, dog. He be throwing that thing. Let's see, you, you pulling him up. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Oh, uh, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, <coughs> his best season, he only had ten. Oh really? Okay. Uh, he had, uh, that was 21 Oh, that went too far then Okay 4,437 yeah. touchdowns And 10, 10 picks Oh, okay With a 104 rating Oh, shit Yeah, so he, he can do it Let's go touchdown to interception So Through his career He's 24 I mean, 23 and 4 22 and 13 That was bad 22 and 8 30 and 11 9 and 4 37 and 10 23 and 15 last year Okay Last year, he was slinging yeah. him up. He, he at least gonna get fifteen this season. It ain't that bad. I mean, but he's you know. like the reason why I feel like he's gonna he gonna get about fifteen again and all because of the fact that he's still getting older. Yeah, and that arm gets a little 30. bit weaker. He trusts his arm too, though. So he's that's what happened. He even had a couple injuries now over the last two of the last three years. He's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them was shoulder. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but mm. no, nah, I'm I'm still giving fifteen. Yeah, I want him to be successful. So, black quarterback, fuck him. Hey. And I even told Dwayne that like, I'm black not one to defend. Bro. Not a cowboy. I don't hey, fuck bro. with him, y'all. know I don't. But when he's good and he on, Dak is good, bro. Mm. Like, I had him in fantasy last year. He ain't gonna do shit like in the playoffs. That's well, different. Yeah. I think that's what we called him, James Harden. Uh, well, makes sense. He have a cold regular season. That makes <laughs> he sense. He ain't gonna do shit for you in the playoffs. That makes sense. Mm. I mean, he's been fine. Like I'm looking at his QB record again, like through his career: thirteen and three, nine and seven, ten and six, eight and eight, two and three. Because he mm-hmm. got hurt eleven and five, and then eight and four last year. So yeah, that's what I said. Uh, top ten, he's solid. He's a solid quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. give you a good re- regular season. Regular season. Hey, bro. <coughs> Usually they didn't get one and done. It don't be on him though. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it ah! yeah. Like, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. That's why I have no faith. But say a lot. You just a hater, true though. So be time hater. Hey, listen. Hate ass nigga. Sometimes the hate be right. Mm, nah. Sometimes it be. Nah, right. you, you be like you eighty twenty on the hate. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't did shit yet. <laughs> <laughs> I told a dude yesterday. My dad called him on the phone. I was like, hey, you need to learn how to get a new team. He was like, huh? What? They was like, what team? I was like, Cowboys. Packers ain't doing shit. I'm like, we'll have a better record than the boys. I don't know if I believe that, but I have to tell him that because I ain't no way in hell. Hey, man, black quarterback. Dak's black, too. I know, that's what I'm saying. Black quarterbacks, they got to win. Russell Wilson Cole, Speaking of black quarterbacks, go buy your Tech File merch. Hey, burr, 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 burr. I don't know where the links are. I think it's <laughs> our, uh, our bios. But go get them. Yeah. Five. Oh, I don't think we got anything else. Y'all got any wrestling stuff you want to get off? Oh, you the tag tag match. Did, what, did you want to talk about it? Did you want to have um, a monologue about it? Yeah, we can have a quick monologue. Um, AEW last week had a pretty good. Um, and I haven't been watching AEW for some reason. I just <laughs> randomly no watched it. Um, you joined the rest of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, but I see what's keep what's going to keep me there is that they teamed up. Um, 
Adam Cole with um Oh MGF? Yeah, MGF. MJF. Yeah. That shit is I that saw that. They be doing a boom together. Yeah, that shit is dope. Um, face now? Yeah. MJF, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm Adam Cole. Adam Cole be looking at him like the, the thing with fuck out of here. The thing with AEW is that they have so many they have so much how so many people on their roster that they have there's so many fucking tag teams, bro. Like so many factions. Yeah, it's just way too much. And they just like fam, like everybody tag team and all right, fam. But no, um FTR and um his name is Juice Robertson and Jay White. Um they Jay had White's a nice. yeah, they had a two out of three falls um match on I think it was Dynamite, whichever one is Friday night. Um hands down, one of the greatest matches I've seen in a long time especially tag matches because they did it in like transitions so like the first half of the match was like like blitz like Mm -hmm. just beating the shit out of each other everything was fast like pow 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 towards like towards the second fall and towards the middle of the match they slowed everything down and it was more like a um like old school wrestling like Slow pace, but we just hitting like hard hitting and shit like that, like old school, like you know, Hogan. Give them a chance to catch their breath. Yeah, and then the end of the match was just fucking like mayhem, like every any any and everything that you could think possibly happen, like every reversal, every fucking finisher, like every kick out, everything, like it was just fucking. Yeah, they was just going crazy. Was they in the crowd? At one point, yeah. Yeah, so they literally did everything. It was a great match. It was more. It was a pay per view match that was on that was on broadcast television. So it was pretty to check dope. Check it out, bro. Yeah. Now, like, so always been a good tag team. Yeah, yeah, they solid. And um, Jay White, like I did, he can go, bro. Like I didn't know he can go like that. Like I heard he was a hot uh, free indie. agent. Yeah, and that's why I know people was talking about him a lot, and I didn't get a chance to really watch him. But that was my first time really seeing him, and I was like, yeah, he can actually go. I've been in my wrestling bag heavy lately, so. That's why I've been getting back to watching um, AEW. AEW is not really enjoyable. I'm not going to lie. I no. really do not like CM Punk. Ah. He comes on, I'm turning the channel. Yeah, it's crazy, true bro. Kenny Omega fan. Yeah, bro. It's Kenny Omega all day. Fuck that nigga, bro. They, they created him. a show cause it, for his bitch ass. Because he don't want to be around the elite. You know? Man, he I mean, because they don't want to be around him. Yeah, he eat a bitch. They said that uh, Kenny might be... Coming over to WWE, I, I, nigga. I hope <laughs> so. Like, I don't have to watch exactly. Did I gotta watch? Hey, are you kidding me? <laughs> Him and Cody, that I'll be. I'm good, bro. Him and Cody come over to the WWE. Who I'll be you, excited. Who do you wish came back to the WWE? From Adam WWE? Cole, for sure. For mm, sure. For sure. Baby. Adam Cole with that, especially right now. Him and him and Seth Rollins, dog. They'd be going they at put, it. They had already put on a cold match. That's what I'm fun. saying. I'm not feeling what he's doing right now because I saw him get like bamboo skewers like shoved into his forehead. But like just for the show reunion, I want Moxley back. Oh, uh, he yeah, he's super extreme. He doing that like he, he got to bleed uh, every match. Jack, see, yeah, he bleed. doing that cactus jack shit. I'm yeah, like, he got to bleed every gotta, match, bro. Like, dude, like literally, like you know, bamboo. Yeah, skewers. yeah, I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah, it was a dude. He just like put them here and was like. <clears throat> Yeah, like, he was in Japan, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he went back over there fighting this shit, bro. And then it was just like sticking out of his head. I'm like, that's not. <laughs> Who want to see that shit, bro? Hey, look like Pinhead from uh, Hellraiser. I'll, say, I'll show you shit, the, the picture. That shit was gross, fam. Yeah. Um, but to wrap it up, because I've been making every, I've been tying everything back to basketball. I can do it with wrestling too. Yeah. So there has been a lot of talk about the NBA end season tournament and mm-hmm. what it really means. Mm-hmm. And I finally figured it out. Okay. Any wrestling fan will understand this. All right. It's the NBA's version of the Intercontinental Championship. 
Uh, oh, okay. It's the well, secondary title, yeah. and in value doesn't mean as much as the world title, but mm-hmm. it can be used to elevate up-and-coming teams slash wrestlers who may be in that mid-card tier. Think uh, your Oklahoma City Thunder, your Pelicans, T-Wolves, Magic, Pistons, Pacers, etc. <laughs> but there might be some teams that peak in the mid-card winning an IC championship. Maybe not some of the younger teams, but your Nets, your Raptors, your Hawks, your Bulls could be perennial mid-carders whose main accomplishment is that title. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I see that. Yeah, that makes so, perfect shout sense. Shout out to not Raz P. Berry. Oh, yeah. Raz P. Berry. Shout out. It's R-A-Z-B. I don't know. Not Raspberry. I'm just going to pronounce it that way. Um, but that is our show for the week. Camille, get well soon because I can't keep running point guard. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that show on? Where you hit him on the top of the head. It was something in Japan. Yeah, it's on, he, he in Japan right now. He's doing a yeah, tour over there. It, it, it would be NJPW. New Japan yeah. Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. It would be New Japan Wrestling. My fault. <laughs> yeah, so NJPW, yeah, if you want to like try to Google it, like uh, John Moxley NJPW. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a picture, Camille. Um, but yeah, get well soon. Uh, what's her? Uh, Camille Monet on. Twitter, everything, IG, PSN, all them new. I think uh, threads. She said, all that spill, book. spill. I can't use that. I feel old using. I that still shit. ain't got no goddamn code. Oh, I'll see you. I can see you one. Have you seen threads? I haven't been on there I either. Have not. <coughs> Dude, it's just Twitter with Instagram colors. Oh, for real? Oh, well, I can get on that then. <laughs> like spill is like hard to navigate, bro. Yeah, you sound old. Like I feel old as a big one. I was like, yeah, I never have to ask myself how you use this shit. <laughs> uh, but I am not using my thread, so I'm just gonna give you my Twitter, which is at Bucks Burner. Mm-hmm. That's all you're gonna get. That's all you get. Yep. Oh, so um everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. as catch him, a.k.a. Mr. Give, Give it, it to me. me. We out of here. I ain't got nothing catchy this week. Judge. Judge. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Start rapping like Eminem and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Where we hear that shit? Hibbity hop, ribbity bro.